It's time for Lawyers for Jesus, a show about the dynamic and exciting interaction of faith and the law, featuring the attorneys from the law firm Malkin Baker in downtown Chicago. Malkin Baker is nationally known for defending freedom and for serving the people of faith. And now, Lawyers for Jesus. Hello, welcome to Lawyers for Jesus. I'm Whit Brisky, an attorney and partner at the law firm of Malkin Baker in Chicago. We are Christian attorneys who focus on serving the body of Christ with its legal needs. To learn more about us, go to malkbaker.com. That's M-A-U-C-K-B-A-K-E-R.com or call 312-726-1243. Today, I will be speaking with Bruce Strom, the founder and CEO of Administer Justice, one of the largest legal ministries in America. Administered justice actively engages Christ followers to serve the legal and spiritual needs of the poor by establishing gospel justice centers across the country. Bruce, welcome to Lawyers for Jesus. Thank you, Whit. Bruce, uh, tell us a little bit more about yourself and uh, why you decided to start Administered Justice. Sure, Whit. So uh, I'm a Buckeye. Those people uh, that might be listening from Ohio know that that means I grew up in Ohio. Grew up the son of a Baptist pastor and the grandson of Norwegian immigrants. Uh, And from an early age, I actually knew I wanted to be a lawyer. So I was blessed to attend the University of Illinois Law School, um, get my law degree. And then shortly after graduation, I started my own law practice, kind of similar to my friends there at Malk and Baker, and love what you're doing. Um, that law firm that I formed was highly successful, but honestly, it became an idol in my life. I know that's not true for everyone, but for me it was, and my identity was tied to being a senior partner, and my worth was honestly measured by my bank account, uh, and God really wanted something else from me. So uh, in the year 2000, I started to administer justice, which as you told your listeners, is a Christian legal aid ministry. Uh, but at that time, my wife and I had just had twin sons, uh, and I had no intention of leaving my practice. Uh, I, I wish I could share the miracle story of the birth around our children and the suffering that we went through not being able to have kids, but uh, I don't quite have time for all of that. But I will recommend a book that uh, Moody published that I wrote called Gospel Justice. So I hope some of your listeners might grab that book, Gospel Justice. It's a great book. I would highly recommend it. Thank you, Whit. So once a month is how Administer Justice started, and that's how most of our centers, as we'll talk a little bit later, uh, operate, is once a month on a Saturday morning at a church. And my church is Fox Valley uh, Evangelical Free Church in West Dundee, and that's where we started 20 years ago. Now, at that time, I literally had no intention of giving up my law practice, uh, even though I recognized that there were people around me who desperately needed access to good Christian counsel. Um, I was like a lot of other, I think, wonderful Christian people who said, here am I, send somebody else. Because uh, Helen was staying home with the boys, and I wanted to support them, and I didn't have the time or expertise to run a legal aid ministry. But don't be careful not to say no to God, uh, because God certainly had other plans, and by saying no, he sent a series of storms into the law practice, it just seemed like everything was going wrong. I don't know if others in, uh, who are listening or maybe been in that experience where they're just bucking up against what God wants and everything is going wrong. And truly, I felt like a man named Jonah who was 
fighting against God's call and realized I had to make a choice, just like he did. Would I trust God or would I trust myself? And I reluctantly chose God and shut down my law practice and went full-time to administer justice. But then, like Jonah, I found myself in this little confined space. It was an 8 by 10 borrowed office, so at least it smelled better than the belly of a giant fish. But at the same time, all of my lawyer friends, my family friends, everyone was telling me I was crazy. They knew that I had described this as a God call, but they just thought that was insane. And when enough people tell you that, you really believe them. And that's the neighbors that were able to come alongside. I understand so many people have told them that they're lesser than, um, that they're no good. And when enough people tell you that, you can believe it. And I was truly believing that God had asked too much and that it was crazy. Uh, I, I had no money and I had was making no money, had no idea what in the world I was doing. And I was so angry at God for taking away my identity, my money, my law firm. And I was just, literally, I can remember, with shaking my fist at God, yelling at him, what am I doing here? You're listening to Lawyers for Jesus. I'm Whit Brisky of the law firm of Malkin Baker. If you missed part of this episode or want to hear other Lawyers for Jesus interviews, visit malkbaker.com. You can also subscribe to our newsletter and follow us on Facebook and Twitter for legal updates with a biblical perspective. Now, uh, maybe uh, you know what a gospel justice center is, but can you tell our audience exactly what a gospel justice center is? Sure, because, uh, and it goes to that call that God had on my life. You know, when I was so angry at him, shaking my fist at him, and God said to me, what am I doing here? He said, my will, for whatever you do, for one of the least of these, you do unto me. And that's why administer justice exists, is to serve the least of these with their legal needs. It, it comes from a verse from Zechariah 7, 9, and 10. This is what the Lord Almighty says, administer true justice, show mercy and compassion to one another, do not oppress the widow or the fatherless, the alien or the poor, and your hearts do not think evil of each other. And that's what a gospel justice center does. It's centered in a neighborhood, so think of it like a neighborhood health clinic. It's a trusted community resource where you can turn to for information and help. That's what gospel justice centers do. So they are centered in the neighborhood, usually in a church, uh, and they provide information and help to neighbors who can't afford an attorney. Each center is run by a trained team of volunteers, and together they empower vulnerable neighbors with the help of a lawyer in the hope of God's love. Okay. Is there a, a justice crisis in America when it comes to uh, legal services? I mean, the lawyers are expensive. I recognize that. Oh, and I bet, I'll bet everybody listening is laughing. They know that there's a crisis in America. It makes the big political debates when you think of the criminal justice system, but it's equally and perhaps even more true of our civil justice system because uh, people simply cannot afford uh, lawyers. In fact, one in three Americans cannot afford the high cost of lawyers. Every second in America, someone is unable to find legal help. And as a result, we rank now 98th in the world for providing affordable access to justice. Furthermore, the data tells us that without legal guidance, individuals are 21% more likely to be abused, 47% more likely to experience financial, physical, and emotional loss, and 70% more likely to need public assistance. And that simply should not be true in a nation that pledges liberty and justice for all. 
And it must not be true for Christ followers who are called to do justice, love mercy, and walk humbly with God. Yeah, I, I've I've always thought that Micah six eight uh, that you just quoted uh, relates to the legal profession, and you know God starts out chapter uh, six really talking about a, a legal case, you know that He's bringing against His people, and so I always uh, that's that happens to be the motto of our firm, and we always think uh, think of that. Uh, but, you know, when you think about helping somebody with their legal problems, are there also usually spiritual problems at the same time, or at least spiritual issues? Oh, always. Because we are spiritual beings, so that should not be a surprise. Someone facing a confusing legal challenge is overwhelmed by fear, anxiety, worry, they don't know what they don't know and ought to know in order to move forward. In the midst of that crushing fear, they often question God. Like myself, they might be crying out, what am I doing here? They didn't plan uh, for life to be like this, and suddenly hope is quickly fleeting for them. But in the reality, though, is that no one should have to face confusing legal challenges alone, and that's why administer justice exists, to come alongside neighbors and provide them with a custom step-by-step plan so they can find clarity, peace, and freedom from legal burdens so they can flourish as God intends. And there's always that opportunity to bring that spiritual conversation and bring that hope into people's lives. Well, I, it's been my experience that when um, you're in, a, in the worst situations of your life, and, and you described one that was bad for, for you, certainly, uh, but uh, almost everybody experiences this at one time or another, whether it's a, a, an illness diagnosis or a, a job loss or whatever. And uh, that's really giving you the opportunity to uh, express you, your faith to the person who's going through this crisis. And that's when they are Amen. most receptive, I think, uh, to uh, God's call. I so agree with you, Whit, and we see that all the time at Administer Justice. Give us a little bit of information on how you can contact Administer Justice. Absolutely. Someone can go to our website, which is www.administerjustice.org. There are lots of volunteer opportunities from hospitality to prayer to helping clients with forms to meeting with clients afterwards. It's a well-defined team. Again, go to administerjustice.org. All right, Bruce, after the break, we're going to be talking to you a little bit more about uh, how people can help uh, with this important uh, ministry of administering justice and providing justice to the poor. I'm Whit Brisky of the law firm of Malkin Baker. If you missed part of this episode or want to hear other Lawyers for Jesus interviews, visit MalkBaker.com. You can also subscribe to our newsletter and follow us on Facebook and Twitter for legal updates with a biblical perspective. Coming up, we'll talk further with uh, Bruce Strom, founder and CEO of the legal ministry Administer Justice, about how gospel justice is changing lives. I'm Whit Brisky, and this is Lawyers for Jesus.
You've worked hard during your life to build a legacy. Don't let it fall apart after you pass. Without an estate plan, you risk prompting chaos between your loved ones and may even lose control of your belongings. That's why it's absolutely essential to have the right legal documents to make sure your family is protected and assets are properly managed when you can no longer take care of them. But don't worry, assembling an estate plan is easy when you have the right legal counsel. Countless people have trusted the attorneys at Malkin Baker to provide the care and attention they deserve for something so important. Malkin Baker can handle all of your estate planning needs, such as wills and trusts, guardianship, charitable gift planning, business succession planning, power of attorney for healthcare and property, estate litigation, tax planning, and even probate. Contact Malkin Baker today to get started on your estate plan. Call 312-726-1243 or visit malkbaker.com. That's M-A-U-C-K-B-A-K-E-R.com. Welcome back to Lawyers for Jesus. I'm Whit Brisky, an attorney at Malkin Baker, a law firm based in Chicago, which serves churches, ministries, businesses, and individuals in their legal needs. If you missed the first part of this show and want to listen online, go to malkbaker.com forward slash radio. Today, we've been speaking with Bruce Strom, founder and CEO of the legal ministry, Administer Justice. And we talked about... Uh, really the the crisis that many people have when faced with a uh, a legal problem that they can't afford to resolve through the normal legal process and uh, that is a problem both the legal problem and a spiritual problem and how do attorneys who volunteer their time with administer justice address both of those issues they do absolutely for my lawyer friends as I'm training them or talking with them, I say, we are used to living in a transactional world. You know, someone pays us for a service. But the beauty of this ministry is it's not transactional, it's transformational. And transformation begins through the power of presence. See, the average person thinks of lawyers living in luxurious corner offices with lots of power and privilege, and we are completely inaccessible. But when a lawyer leaves that office of privilege to enter a neighborhood and sit beside a neighbor in need, I believe they are the best representation of Jesus Christ, who left the corner office of heaven, set aside his privilege to enter our neighborhood and sit beside us. And he used his power to rescue and restore me, you, others. And he invites us as lawyers to use our power to rescue and restore others. And then in addition to proximity and presence, I think prayer makes a huge difference. So our lawyers ask with permission to pray with clients. That honestly is the last thing a client expects. When that compassionate prayer is offered, it makes a world of difference. And then finally, the lawyer doesn't ever serve alone. We train a powerful eight-member team for wraparound services that serve at each of our location sites, including a client advocate who is specifically trained to enter into um, social and spiritual conversations to make sure that both of those needs are met. You know, it's you mentioned praying with clients, and uh, at Malkin Baker, we frequently do that. And I can't tell you the number of times that a client has reacted, oh, you're praying with me? What's that? You know, so I, <laughs> I absolutely recommend that to all Christian lawyers. I think clients will like it 
Uh, I mean, obviously, oh, amen. The right situation, but I think people always appreciate that. You know, um, we have served more than. 70,000 people at this point, uh, and not once. We get cards and letters and surveys completed from all of them. They come in, and it's wonderful. Every day we get to read these. And not once has a client written back and said, thank you for your legal brilliance. And yet, every single day, we get cards that say, thank you for your prayers. Thank you for your compassion, your concern. And so I say that same thing in, in private practice. We might think that we're really uh, well-trained lawyers, but the client cares about how we care about them. And so uh, I agree with you. Yeah, it's it. they don't always notice our legal brilliance because they don't necessarily know uh, how to do it. So they can't really appreciate uh, what we're doing in that way, but they can appreciate uh, the spiritual help that we're that we're giving them. And how does this impact the kingdom? Oh, it, it impacts the kingdom in a significant way from what you were saying earlier, right? When people are kind of at the bottom, when they hit these areas, that's when they're most open to looking up and going, is there a God? Does he care? These, these questions that we all have to ask, but I think that's a moment when we all ask them. And so I think it's such a powerful ministry. In fact, I tell my church friends that this is such a beautiful ministry because people who would never step foot in the church on a Sunday will enter the church on a Saturday to meet with a lawyer, and then they'll come back on Sunday because of their experience. And even more than that, it's impacting clients' lives. And I'll just give one story, because stories, I think, always help. That happened just in Chicago a couple of weeks ago, so literally this is a news story from the city of Chicago, one of our centers there, and I'll call her Naomi. So she was not a churchgoer, but she's being evicted from her Section 8 housing because of gentrification going on in the city. She was afraid because she's caring for an autistic grandson who lives with her, and she doesn't want to be homeless, and what's she going to do for him? And when the team at the church came around her, she just could not believe the concern and the compassion. And then the lawyer's able to put her mind at ease and give her a process for resolving dispute, which, by the way, was resolved, and so she is secure in her housing. But with that burden lifted, she's able to enter into a conversation with her client advocate who lovingly guided her through God's plan for her life. And Naomi that day prayed to accept Jesus Christ as her Savior. And the very next day, she's in church for this first time as a new believer, and now she's a part of that church body. And that is kingdom impact, which we see multiplied all across the country every year. Praise God. I mean, that's, that's a great story. You're listening to Lawyers for Jesus. I'm Whit Brisky of Malkin Baker, and we're talking to Bruce Strom, founder and CEO of the legal ministry, Administer Justice, about his work and the work of the kingdom through this ministry. And you know, since you say you started uh, this with just one, uh, basically yourself and one one gospel justice center, and now how many of them uh, have been founded? So now we have 103 uh, neighborhood gospel justice centers all across the country, and we honestly see, like, we had two new ones open last Saturday, and we see them regularly um, expanding each week. Uh, and so our vision is, though, is to see 1,000 gospel justice centers transforming lives in the name of Christ. Oh, that's that's wonderful. It's a, to, to see that kind of growth in, in a relatively short time. 
And, um, you know, I, I, there are places in this ministry for, for lawyers, obviously, for church leaders, and for, you know, other kinds of volunteers. So uh, let's talk about first, how can lawyers who want to get involved fit in and, and what can they do? Yeah, I think it's important. Right, it's important for the lawyer to know that this is limited engagement legal services. So those that have gone through CLEs or something to understand that we we can do that. We can unbundle legal services. We don't have to be in a case from start to finish. For a lot of lawyers, that's really important. They just do not have the time to commit to a year long custody battle or or case. But these are so. This is a Saturday morning volunteer opportunity. Four hours in out. That meets the aspirational goal of the ABA of 50 hours a year. Uh, it's once a month, and it, it, but it's powerful. There are 45-minute appointments with a, a client where the lawyer is doing what lawyers do best. They're assessing a confusing situation. It's a walking bar uh, exam, you know, law school exam, where there's just all kinds of issues, and your, your job is to spot them, figure out what's legal, what's not legal, what can be done, what can't be done, and put together a plan, a next-step plan, Steps one, two, three for things that can be done. Every lawyer can do that. And we'll train and we do give all kinds of resources and we have all kinds of back-end office support. But this is something that any lawyer can do and I encourage them to do it. I think it's just a great thing for the lawyer to go home and talk about the impact. They'll see it immediately, share it with their kids or with their spouse or they will just see. A lot of times in law, we don't get to see the end result for so long, but here they'll see an immediate impact and I think it's powerful for the lawyer. And for them to get started, they should go to administerjustice.org forward slash lawyer and there's a great guide there that will give them more information and it will start a conversation with someone in our office. Okay. And what about church leaders? I mean, if, if you're a, a pastor or a, a, an elder in a church where, especially in a neighborhood where there are a lot of unmet legal needs, how do you get involved? I think it's a great opportunity for the church because, again, I always said my father was a Baptist pastor, right? I said, Dad, as I said earlier, people are not going to come see you on a Sunday, but they will come see me on a Saturday. And what a great outreach for the church to be known and become relevant to their community around them by doing justice, loving mercy, and walking humbly with God. There's no cost involved. We've eliminated all of the cost. We provide all of the insurance, all of the tools, all the resources, all the training. So this is an easy thing for a church to step into, which is why there are so many opening. And we want them in every neighborhood as needs. Every church is in a neighborhood. God put the church in the neighborhood for a reason, and I think it is so they can serve vulnerable neighbors around them. So if that resonates with the church leader, even listening now, I encourage them to go to administerjustice.org forward slash church leader. And again, there's a guide there that explains this for them, and that will start a conversation with us. Okay. And uh, and also other people who just want to volunteer because there are a lot of support positions too. And uh, they can also contact you. Uh, Bruce, thank you for speaking with us today. How can uh, these other volunteers, anybody else, uh, get in touch with you and maybe uh, also maybe contribute uh, to administer justice? Thank you. I do encourage, we are a 501c3 ministry, and that's why we can we can provide resources for free, is because we have wonderful donors that support. 
just donate on our website, administerjustice.org. There are lots of volunteer opportunities from hospitality to prayer to helping clients with forms to meeting with clients afterwards. It's a well-defined team. Again, go to administerjustice.org. There is a place for you. No one does justice alone. Amen. Amen. If you have a legal need or a question and want the perspective of a local Christian attorney, contact us at Malkin Baker. You can reach us at 312-726-1243 or at malkbaker.com. That's M-A-U-C-K-B-A-K-E-R.com. On our website, you'll find other Lawyers for Jesus podcasts, and you can also subscribe to our newsletter for legal insights. Thanks for listening. I'm Whit Brisky, attorney at Malkin Baker. This is Lawyers for Jesus. Gonna have to serve somebody. Yes, indeed, you're gonna have to serve somebody.